wanna swing. I actually don't know the right words. From okay, get, the Wow. You might think that song came out in 2020, but I don't even know the date on that tune. <laughs> well, there it is. There it is. figure out how to sit i'm having you are like you look like you're you know you're almost like in the stocks ready to race i know i'm literally like <laughs> if you guys could see me right now i'm literally in like corpse position or like wow. i don't know child's pose but not child, quite i'm in child's pose what, yeah. maybe dog not downward no, dog you don't, upward dog pretty, nah, pretty no, man. far yeah, i didn't far. take up yoga in quarantine can tell you that oh. much <laughs> hello my name is alice and I am Gianna. And together we are abroad. 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 Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. We are back mm-hmm. with season three, season four at this point. That's a good question. I honestly I don't know. Basically, we just take a big summer break and here we are. Yeah. <laughs> we just, we, we stop doing it whenever we want and we start doing it whenever we want. We're very, there it uh, is. There it not is. loyal to our consumers. You don't own me. <laughs> Are you comfortable now? Are you? I don't know. know. Probably. I, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> She's now sat like that, like Jeff Goldblum thing. You know. You that know. That were like I'm like Titanic style, like Rose. Hey, I will like, paint you like um, one of your French girls. Yeah, that's that's how I look right now. So I just also want to let you guys know I'm taking out. my bra off right now. One thing is that are definitely not going to make a comeback in 2021. I can't. I can't imagine. I can't have the relief that. Uh, Do you know what? Like. What I find with bras, here's mine. By the way, it was a strapless bra, but I had the straps on, so I just undid the straps and pulled it down my top. Ooh, top tip for everybody listening there. What I find with bras, right, is when I'm, like, out and about minding my own business or what have you, it doesn't bother me. As soon as I, like, get home, it just, it's like, it almost, like, turns on, and it's like, you need to take this off immediately. Anyway. Welcome back to the Poddy C. Um, what are we going to be talking about today? Oh, you know, little of this, little of that. I think we were trying to keep it light for, you know, our opener, light and fresh, like mm-hmm. the wine Alice is drinking. <laughs> chin chin. We wanted to talk a little bit about some silver linings, some fun new projects that we're kind of trying to gear up and figure out how to navigate a world. I'm not going to say post-coronavirus because it's very much mid coronavirus you know kind of just kind of kind of just kind of a uh, kind of a little bit <laughs> um just like you know um, oh, um the best um, part um like 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 we're looking on the brighter side of life we're trying to talk silver linings i was gonna use another word there so oh we are out of practice <laughs> <laughs> we're very rusty please give, give us wow. a break I'm, I'm feeling stage fright right now wow. for some reason it's not even live it's not I even know. live i know it's not there's so little pressure associated with this situation it's un- <laughs> unreal the amount that we are fucking it up but oh wow. i love it what we are talking about tldr to get a chat for 45 minutes about like trying to be glass half full about the past six months which honestly is hard to do but we're gonna give Mm -hmm. it a go but we thought we'd have because also by the way today 
there has been talk of a mini lockdown in the UK. So mm. these are things that I could take up. We've come up with a, a game. If you've been around these parts before, you know we love a little we bit love, of an interactive we love a game. game. We love, love a game. game. And so we've come up with two truths and one lie of things that we did in Deepest Darkest Lockdown. Quarantine edition. Quarantine edition. So we've got two each. Gianna, would you like to go first? So my first two truths and a lie, quarantine edition, um, you got to listen closely. Okay. So one, completed a paint by number. Okay. Two, recorded several time lapses of myself working out. And three completed a puzzle all three pretty common quarantine activities mm. so which is the lie so here's the thing if i'm a cynical woman i feel like you said pay attention to the wording so completed a paint by numbers i think the completed okay. is the the key word in that mm-hmm. sentence started would have been another mm. one but mm-hmm. you said completed you're close reading this. this i love it i love it Thanks, man. I'm trying. I, w- I want to win the game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, secondly, it's several time lapses. So, you could have done one, but that makes it sound like there were multiple. Mm-hmm. So, I follow Gianna on all social media outlets, and I have not seen any. But she didn't say that she posted them anywhere. She just said that mm-hmm. she recorded them. But I haven't seen the evidence. And so, remind me of number three? Completed a puzzle. Complete Again, it's the completed part. Did she start a puzzle? Probably. <laughs> Did she complete it? That's another question. So, I reckon you completed a paint by numbers. I reckon if you went out and bought it, you probably did it of an evening, drank mm-hmm. a glass of wine, maybe did it on Zoom. So I reckon mm-hmm. that's a truth. But then we've got we've got the working out and we've got the puzzle. I reckon it's the several time lapses. I reckon that's the lie. Eh. Oh, no. <laughs> so... The first, I did actually complete a paint by number. It definitely did not take one night. This was like an intricate Amazon purchase that I did with mm-hmm. two of my best friends. We would get on Zoom. You were totally right about that. Get right. on Zoom, right. drink some wine. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually super relaxing because it was nice. like an activity that, you know, you can talk while you're doing it, but it's mm-hmm. like, it's not as like intensive as a constant FaceTime or a constant Zoom session, right? Like it was very relaxing. We were talking about the painting process. Anyway, did that. Mm-hmm. I am guilty of recording myself several times on time lapse. <laughs> I have not posted them out of sheer embarrassment, but I have been interested. Not really like intense workouts, just like I'm stretching for 15 minutes. Let's look what a time lapse would be like. <laughs> like it's fun and cool. <laughs> like even though this feature was released on the iPhone, what like five years ago, I'm now just now experiencing. Go it. on your roof and do a panorama, <laughs> babes. Get in oh, I- <laughs> That's so rude. That is so rude. I have done panoramas in the past. Panoramas. But I have not completed, nay, even started a fucking puzzle, which I feel like is not common of quarantine. I feel Mm. like puzzle was like, they were sold out for weeks and weeks, and I was just like, my mom always said puzzles were for people in prison, and I was like, well, this is prison. Wow. Okay, Ellen's generous. Um, (laughs) (laughs) See, this is the thing, because G was at home at her family home for a part of quarantine i thought potentially there would be some puzzles in your parents house but i was incorrect do you know what okay fine no problem let's hear let's hear your first one okay so this is like i've got a themed one which will come second but for the first one we've just got quintessential quarantine Mm -hmm. qq created a hanging with macrame hanging with macrame like a plant hanger with macrame 
baked some banana bread mm. or dyed my eyebrows mm. wow those are tough mm-hmm. I feel like the spe- specificity of the first one tells me that you did it Okay. hung a macro I don't even know what this activity is it doesn't feel common to me but so macrame is like a type of thick white like cord slash string which you can like weave into like wall hangings hanging okay. baskets etc hmm. okay so that one I think you I think you did that one okay baked banana bread seems like something you could do mm-hmm. and would do mm-hmm. um vegan obvs obvi seems very in your character to do that you are a baker from- okay not, you know, I'm not trying to pigeonhole you from wow. British Bake Off. Wow. Wow. Uh, I didn't even bring that up. Wow. But I feel like you did that. Dyed your eyebrows. Again, that feels like something you could or would do, but I'm not sure you did it in quarantine. Okay. okay. So that's going to be my lie. Ah, got oh, it right. no! What was it? I did not make a macrame wall hanging, ah! but my friend made one for me. Wow. That was a trick. That was, I was specific enough that I was like, this has got to be, that's good though. Yeah. Dyed your eyebrows. What does that entail? Like, for what reason? Why did I dye my eyebrows? Yeah. Because I usually pay someone else to do it in the... What what would they be? Just lighter if you didn't dye them? It's slightly, but I want them to be a bit more prominent. Hmm. I've got quite big eyebrows as it is, but I really want to make them stand out like the little hairs. So I decided to dye them myself. And I went, okay. they're behind your they're behind your eyeglasses right now. I can't. Okay. They're I mean, okay. I haven't natural. dyed them recently, but oh, yeah, I would natural, recommend to dye myself. Yeah, that's me. I'm trying. Nice. Okie dokie. Nil for nil. Nil point. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I know we're we're not doing great. Do I know you? <laughs> yeah, I know you don't know me at all. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Next one again. Quarantine edition activities. Baked bread. Okay. Cried alone. Well, I know you did that. Donated to charity. Okay, it's baked bread. You didn't do that. Oh no, that was too obvious. Damn yeah, I didn't. I definitely didn't bake bread. But I feel like every fucking person did. Looked, yeah. looked chill. I know people that were like, you know, sharing their sourdough starters and stuff. It yeah. was definitely a thing. People became bakers, and like, when did having a garden become just like commonplace activity? I feel like I know so many people that are like, yeah, my garden my vegetables this harvest i'm like when did you when did we have the time who taught you i mean that would be anyway youtube what's I yours think. yeah probably. um i know neither of us have gardens by the way so yeah no garden know, no sos anyway here comes my themed one mm-hmm. it's around computer games oh boy okay i did play a lot well about like, around games in general okay you ready went online and found an emulator for the 2004 Game Boy Advance game, The Herbs. Sorry, DS game, The Herbs. And completed it. Downloaded a Pokemon-themed teeth-brushing app for children onto my phone. Or joined an online Dungeons & Dragons group. (laughs) I... I I hope and I pray that you did not do the last ones. That is my guess. (laughs) That is my guess. That is the last. Oh, you 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 don't want to work through your no, process. No, I I know the Pokemon thing sounds up your alley. The, the a teeth again, brushing app. Uh, I mean, a teeth brushing app uh, for children. I mean, I don't know. Okay, you right. you're, what you're telling me is you joined a Dungeons and Dragons online community. Am I? Am I? 
And then the first one again, pretty specific. Mm. Sounds like a game you might have been interested in. Mm. Sounds sounds like pretty reasonable of a thing. An okay. emulator, sure. Okay. Game Boy, we've talked about that before. Okay. I mean, I'm still stuck on the yeah the teeth brushing app. Don't know for what reason you would do that, mm-hmm. but you know, I don't think you have any like little cousins in your family that yep. this would have been for. So. No. Oh, I guess it could be that one, but I don't know. I'm, don't I'm not know. trying to sway you. I, I just want to know your thought process. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm still going to go with uh, Dungeons and Dragons as the lie. Ding! You got it right. Ah, <laughs> you tried your darndest to fucking fool me. I know. No, you wow. are correct. Now, this is good. We're we're fair and square right now. Wait, did I win the last one? Oh, I did. Yeah, yeah I did. you did. So that's good. All is, all is fair and... Basketball. You know it. No, I thoroughly enjoyed the DS game, The Herbs, as a child, and okay. found an emulator online and completed it in one day. Um, there was a Pokemon Direct, which they released a bunch of Pokemon information all at once, including a teeth brushing app for kids. And I was like, <laughs> fuck it, let's see what this is like. Yeah. So before we hit record, I was looking through my phone and I started laughing because there were screenshots of me in this teeth brushing app. Mm. So I was like, okay, that's going in. However, my boyfriend did join a Dungeons and Dragons group. Okay. So there we that's go. That's cool. That's chill. There it is. That's chill. I just feel like that's something, you know, I feel like people that are part of those communities make it known. So right. I just feel like I would have known that about you. But, right. You know, you learn something no. new every day. So here we are. No, I you, just You shouldn't do the shit. segue. No, I, 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 did, I, I did the intro, you do the segue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so those are some examples of quarantine <laughs> activities that I think are silver linings in themselves. Yes. Some just, I think a lot of people took this time to really dig into a project. And I think we talked about on like our other quarantine episodes how like definitely the pressure to kind of perform and under a quarantine like is all just what capitalism is and it's fucked up and so no pressure if you didn't there it is personally i did not you know yeah it's like how long does it take us to say like fuck capitalism um that 10 15 minutes in there we go nailed it love it but yeah i think both of us pretty much acted how we always act but maybe just kind of had more time i think is something we want to talk about for um some time to kind of dedicate to new or challenge ourselves and I know that Alice and I have talked in the past about how hard it is to be your own advocate number one be your own like for us personally I think Mm -hmm. we're both we both function around deadlines you know in both of our like lines of work or interests that we both have so it's really tough I guess for me personally to like work on a project just because I said it for myself. Right. And Al- and and when we were talking about this, Alice presented it in a really interesting way that I've never even thought about. It's like, why aren't you making time for yourself? Why aren't you prioritizing mm-hmm. yourself? Talk more about that because that really like <laughs> inspired me when you said that. Like I had, I also have a friend who constantly posts stuff like that, like invest in yourself, like you're your number one priority. But I guess I just never even looked at it that way. Right. No, I think again, really hammering home the fuck capitalism (laughs) so in the midst of lockdown i was completing my degree which you know i know we mentioned previously um just want to let everybody know i'm highly educated now (laughs) Um, let them all know so but like what i i know i I was having a bit of like a a mini breakdown to my mum as we went for a a walk in a park which i don't think my mum and i have been in a park together since i was a child Mm. but 
2020 did some wild things to us all. And I was just sort of saying to her, I was like, why can I go to work and work really fucking hard for somebody else? Mm-hmm. But when I was, this is when I was really in a funk in the like last few weeks of my degree, like the home stretch, like I would like do everything in my power not to do not any to uni do work. And like, and arguably some people would argue that I was in like the perfect circumstance because I really couldn't go anywhere else and do anything else but lo and behold i found myself staring at a wall for a good few hours a day but it's like why would i go to work and work so hard for somebody else when i chose i chose to go to school later in life because it was something that i wanted to do for me like Mm -hmm. why would i self-sabotage myself and not apply myself to this whereas i would happily do it for somebody else yeah which totally. is really frustrating and I think part of the human condition I don't think that's unique to me but yeah it's just a, a way of thinking of it like hey would you go to work for eight hours a day and slave away but like you won't go home and spend an hour you know writing or painting or or yeah whatever y- your passion is for what like why right if somebody else isn't like ugh, I mean it, it really is all it's like I'm sure we can unpack this to be capitalism's problem <laughs> but really it's like both of us are such hard workers and like good at right. our jobs and like I know that I'm good at my job I just if I'm the only one motivating myself it's it's just so hard I don't know mm-hmm. like I like exactly what you're saying I I've been wanting to write for so long I've been wanting to do even the podcast right like I mean we're both so lax that that's why it gets mm-hmm so long but it's so much more helpful to have a partner to like mutually motivate you and or like a team of people that's why i'm great in like a classroom setting Mm -hmm. the nature of your degree is so much independent work that it's it truly is on you like i'm sure if you had more strict you know Mm -hmm. of a form you'd be like fuck i gotta do this like i gotta submit this right now and i remember that actually about taking classes abroad when i was in, in england like so much of it is independent. It's like, well, you got one paper, it's due at the end of the semester, and you're just supposed to be reading ten books, like, all semester. And I'm like, <laughs> what? This is so unlike American university, where it's like, test, 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 or this deadline, this deadline. Right. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, you motivated me when you said that. And I'm really trying to, just recently, like, prioritize more self-fulfilling activities. And even my roommate was saying the other day, like... You need to find your anchor that's outside of work, and it and it shouldn't just be work. Right. Like, something for you. What have you done? <laughs> <laughs> Great cue. Again, as I mentioned, I finished my degree. I don't know if you guys knew that. <laughs> you know, this is probably the worst fucking time to really, like, I think everybody has those feelings of, cool, well, I'm done with this, and here I am on just staring into the abyss but I feel like that might be intensified currently for myself mm-hmm. one thing that I have done is I mean I feel like loads of universities will have like loads of opportunities that are like just churning out in their emails all the time like particularly for me in a in art school because they'll be like hey do you want to do this project for free and I'm like no <laughs> uh, <laughs> because ladies and gentlemen fuck capitalism (laughs) anyway but yeah i just so happened to actually read one of these emails that came through about a design residency or like a residency in general but designs my practice that they offered and it was one of those things that i do you know what's really frustrating is (laughs) it's almost like buses like with opportunities 
so I, I get this email through and I like read through and it's like the six month placement where basically I can use like the studio space and build up a portfolio, which I haven't really been able to do because um, just my practice is very hands on and coronavirus has made everything very hands off. So I've really struggled to create a body of work that is typical to my practice. So I just like saw this as an opportunity and I'm like, realistically in the next six months, what the fuck's gonna be happening in the world? Am I gonna get a job opportunity? All this stuff. So literally I applied for that. Like I sent in a video, like I made this fucking video which will never see the internet because of how fucking weird it is. (laughs) (laughs) I wanna see it. I'll let you see. But then literally the day after I get a call from an old colleague about a job so I work for a coffee shop but like part of my job is like coffee education she called me up about an opportunity for basically coffee education like traveling around the country but just not visiting London but like also Wales and Scotland and so it was like for a year like it was like a common position that for a year that I would travel around the country doing coffee education stuff I know what's really interesting is three years like before I started my degree I would have taken the opportunity with both hands like there would have been no doubt about it that I would absolutely would have taken this opportunity and I was just like cool like two weeks ago I had no fucking clue what I was going to be doing in my life and now I've got two fucking things in my lap that I can like sort of figure out what direction I want to go in anyway spoiler alert I went for the the design residency and like that's the thing like I'm like I haven't even got it at that point but I got it. <laughs> um, yeah, got me. But you followed your intuition and you had a better feeling about... Well, that's the thing. It was one of those things, like, I've been working in coffee for 10 years now and right. I chose to go back to school. Right. I think, to, like, exactly what you said, like, if the timing was different, mm-hmm. even if you were maybe in the middle of your degree and you're like, I feel like it could have given you of time to be like, yeah, you know what, I'll take a year off and <laughs> fuck around with some coffee, but, like... You Mm. just finished, you know? Right. So it's like, it's just so fresh in your toolbox that you're trying to get get it going now. (laughs) But yeah, it's funny because like I spoke to a bunch of people and they kind of like, you know, do what you want to do, blah, blah, blah. And then when I sort of said like, actually, no, I went for the design thing. They were like, oh my God, I'm so glad that you did. And I'm like, why didn't you say? (laughs) It's so hard too when like a friend presents you with two options that you're like, "Eh, one of these is not (laughs) good maybe, but you want to be supportive. Right. I mean, that's great. And, like, one thing that my friend said that really, like, hit home was, like, any coffee company would take you to do Mm -hmm. that role, but you haven't even tried to pursue your degree, like, what you've just studied and what you've just worked for, you haven't even tried, and, like, I get that it's scary, Mm -hmm. like, to, like, switch careers, but you haven't even given it a go, and even if you do give it a go and it doesn't work out and then you go back to it, then that's fine. Let yourself fail, not that you're going to fail, but, like, before you say... Right. I can't do this. You know what I mean? You have to. That's part of learning, I think, too. No, exactly. And I think I'm fucking terrified. (laughs) I think particularly because of the sort of circumstance that we're in. It's just, you know, jobs. People are losing their jobs. They're dropping like Mm -hmm. flies. And so for me to be like, ah, I'm going to pass up this job. That would have paid well. And I would have traveled the country and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. But, But I did. So, you know, what's to being a starving artist for another six months, right? <laughs> but yeah, yeah so I, I think why I sort of wanted to bring this part of my personal life up on the old pod was, I guess, sort of taking opportunities. I think it's been one of those things that 
on one hand you could argue it's divine intervention or you know just actually seeing things for what they are which are opportunities that are placed in front of you and going for it but Gianna's been making opportunities for herself (laughs) yeah right nice yeah so you said you mentioned it briefly before you got me to you know hype my own self up about your... Well, you deserve to be. It's an awesome... I mean, it's a really cool opportunity and I think it's going to lead to, like, even better things and give you that time to, like, really dig into your portfolio a little bit more and, and the opportunity to collaborate in a way that, like, you mm-hmm. know, was taken away from you previously. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, honestly, it was, like, after that conversation <laughs> where I was like, oh, Like, I, I've been feeling so... I mean, if you've listened to the podcast for a while, you know, like, my background is in, like, literature and writing. I've studied, you know, I went to grad school. I was, like, a an adjunct professor. So it's definitely, like, something that I've moved away from in my professional life. Like, I used to work in publishing, but I'm still... And that's okay. I've just been, like, looking to fill that void in a variety of ways and mm-hmm. haven't nailed it yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, again, just kind of combined with, like, the apathy of, oh, I'll write when I have time and it's just me. And, like, I, mm-hmm. I just really never do that. It's so rare. So there were just a couple of times in quarantine, even when I I had talked to like friends of mine, you know, from my program or just like one of my good friends that I know is also, he's a teacher, but he's like interested in writing too. And just trying to figure out how we can build like a little community that's like an extracurricular activity, but something where you have other people to hold you accountable. Right. I just kind of started this, it'll be the first week next week where we'll meet this kind of creative writing collaboration zoom thing with some people that i know i just kind of reached out um via instagram and some random people from like previous jobs or college Mm. or whoever and and we're just gonna kind of get together and do a really open flexible workshop space and it can be doesn't have to be poetry it can be a short story it can be just some i i I mean i don't really know what it's gonna be yet but i'm even that alone like setting that up sending that email like that was the most excited i felt for something in a while yay it's it's hard i miss that community of like i also think of things in like five-year cycles right and like i'm coming very close to like a five-year like because you you go to school and you think of everything like school so you're like four years of high school four years of college or four or five you know i feel like i go i kind of go through a big change every four or five years and i'm coming up on that change now so i've been looking a lot of like five years ago you were writing your 80 page thesis on poetry and i'm like wow this is just not what i do anymore you know i just right so yeah, i'm excited for it i'm trying to in addition to that like i'm hoping to maybe take a class or do some other kind of um mm-hmm. like a more formal class because i think this is just going to be a cool way to collaborate with people and be like hey i'm i want to write some poems and i want somebody else to read them and i want to talk about them and but i also think i want to like try more of the critical writing again and it's like mm-hmm. just and I, I miss i know i'm nerdy i miss grad school i miss analyzing dracula <laughs> uh-huh. i think everybody needs to know uh janet's background a little bit more she was the editor for her college paper <laughs> yeah she was published in several like anthologies of poetry i have read them <laughs> Very small, like, local thing. Shut the fuck up, okay? Shut shut the fuck up. Less of that. I will not... We will not have that on the podcast, thank you. We're trying to raise each other up. I love it. I think, you know, everybody can have the best intentions to explore their sort of soul project and stuff. This could be a whole nother topic altogether, but, like, trying to balance like what your career is with Mm -hmm. what your 
really passionate about. I find there's so much pressure around that. Like, I feel like it's so uncommon to find, to be lucky enough to have a job that you're like, this is my passion. And then I know other people who are like, I don't want that. Like, I don't want my passion to be ruined by it being my job, you know? So they really like to keep it separate. And I'm kind of somewhere in between where I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. I I know that I want to have a job that I'm a little bit more passionate about, but like, I also think it could be really fulfilling to still have those creative outlets, right? Like a book club is like, I love my book club. Like I, so I think this could be another one. Like I love the podcast. I think Mm -hmm. this could just turn into another creative project and see where it goes. But I know, I think a lot of people struggle with that. Like what, what is in my what is my nine to five clocking in, clocking out? I, and I, I mean, in a way, it's almost like what you're, we're struggling with with the coffee versus like, mm-hmm. you know, that could have been a job opportunity for mm-hmm. you, and that could have been your career, and no one's ever going to take away the ability for you to be a designer on your own. But right, why not just try that first, and then you know you can always go back to something else and build. I don't know. It's scary. It's it's a scary thing, like it, especially when you get deep into a career like it's so right. scary to be like hmm, am I gonna just totally change this mm-hmm. why not I do think also because basically what I want to mention is that like so I've explained to Gianna the eat out to help out scheme that happened throughout August but for those of our listeners that maybe potentially aren't based in the UK throughout the month of August there was a government initiative to get people sort of back out to quote-unquote kickstart the economy kickstart coronavirus <laughs> yeah be like fuck fuck that virus man because it's gone we've sorted it completed it mate so monday through wednesday you could get like 50 percent off your food bill if you like dined out at places and i work in hospitality and do you know what like i said to myself like so i had like a week off for my birthday which is the end of july and i was just really like rested like we'd like, I'd gotten back into the flow with like being back at work and I was like do you know what I want to be really creative like this I also heard at the end of July about this residency and so I was like okay like cool great that's not until October so I've got time to like you know yeah earn some money but also I really wanted to create some zines for myself which is going to be part of my residency I had to like submit a proposal and that is part of it but I, I wanted for myself, like, I had, like, a, a vision for the zine that I wanted to make, like, I had a subject, and I just wanted to do it for me, like, for my birthday, I asked for, like, a printer so I could, like, print stuff and basically, like, self-publish and do all this, like, really fun stuff, which I feel like sounds really scary, but is actually super-duper attainable, and mm-hmm. I am qualified and capable, I just need to fucking do it, but then eat out to help out oh my god it fucking destroyed me <laughs> working in the hospitality industry mm-hmm. i was absolutely like this could be a whole other podcast just the general oh, yeah. public and customer service honestly wow it was worse than christmas and if anybody has worked in hospitality or in retail in general for me to say that it's worse than christmas is big deal it's major yeah but it was it just like really took the wind out of my sails and it really like I just felt like I was like, you know, hitting the ground running, like I was really like running on this momentum and then I just like stumbled and continued to stumble throughout August. But we're well through, like we're halfway through September now. And it's just, I think, Mm. you know, Um. finding that equilibrium of taking care of yourself and making sure you're like drinking enough water and getting enough sleep and like, but also like finding those passion projects and finding that something that can like give you that energy that creative buzz because i mean both of us are creative people and i think even if people aren't 
creative in the ways that we are whether it's like graphically or via podcast or via creative writing um, I think everybody has a an outlet that they should explore and that they enjoy yeah for sure for sure I think there's been a lot of like other little silver linings too that Mm -hmm. we've both been talking about like obviously you know I'm so privileged in that I had a job all throughout quarantine and I didn't have to worry about that and I've been working from home I still haven't gone back to work and there's negatives to that that I could choose to focus on right like there's no Mm -hmm. separation between work and home life and I feel Mm -hmm. like I'm always on like on but I'm trying to more and more to just like appreciate the flexibility that that has offered because I do think unfortunately in some cases I think it will come to an end for a lot of people right like it's it's not a permanent thing even though I think it should be and whatever I think the option should be permanent yeah the option should be and I think a lot of workplaces are adapting to that but Mm -hmm. I've just been trying to appreciate that like wow I can take an hour at lunch and sit on my roof and read Mm -hmm. obviously you know I could find a place to do that on the streets of Manhattan but it's just a little (laughs) bit different right when you're in the comfort of your own home or like I can just walk down the street and get a coffee at my local coffee shop and like I know that guy and Mm -hmm. just really small things like I you know in theory should be sleeping more because I'm not having to commute I'm not Mm -hmm. having that smelly subway commute and haven't still have not taken the subway but just even just like okay at least if I'm even if I'm working till 6 or 6 30 at least when I'm off I can just start making dinner and I have more time to make myself a meal right some of these little things where I look, when I look back on six months ago, I'm like, oh my god, how did I make dinner before seven o'clock? Like, I used to not even get home till seven o'clock, and then I had to, like, squeeze this in and squeeze, you know, your after work activities, I feel like I've been trying to, for a while, obviously, nobody's doing anything, right, and you're not supposed to be doing anything, mm-hmm. but I think lately I've been at least trying to do low-risk activity, like, I'm right. taking walks, like, I'm meeting up with friends distantly, like, I'm doing, like... So, I don't know. That That's something I've been trying to appreciate more personally. And I know, you know, we talked about also, like, the guilt and the different right. levels of, if is being busy a good thing? Is being busy a bad thing? Like, me and my roommate, for example, are both working from home, and I'm pretty busy. Like, I've been mostly at the level of productivity, if not more, than I am in the office, and she's not busy at all. And, and it's really interesting, like, seeing her being like, oh, I wish I was busier. And I'm like, damn, I wish I wasn't. But, like, grass is always greener. But I know you had like a similar kind of feeling about that right so although my place of work was closed because i was studying that was still going ahead so i've kind of got a view of both of it because Mm -hmm. in regards to like being furloughed like i would feel like guilt because you know both my parents and my brother they were still like going into work like key workers and, like, my housemate's been working from home, and, like, I know a bunch of people who are working from home and stuff, and I'm just kind of like, cool, I guess I'll play Animal Crossing for six hours today. <laughs> but then also, I mean, maybe it's a little bit different, like, with work, because you're sort of, like, having meetings and checking in with people, which I did have, like, Zoom university meetings and stuff, but, like, it was once a week. It just kind of felt like I had that, like, over my shoulder, like, that in the back of my mind this thing that I needed to do that I was not doing because you know I, th- I think again like talking self-care and talking about looking after your needs and you know having intuition to figure out what they are there were some days where I'm like listen I am not in the right headspace to be like let's create today like let, mm-hmm. let's let's mm-hmm. work towards that degree you know 
<laughs> um, Let's think about maybe. I know, but like, but then I would also like I'd speak to friends who are like massively busy at work, and I'm like, cool, you've really got it fucking easy, and I'm just like, yeah, sweet, I woke up at half past eight and then you know sat in bed and played animal crossing for an hour and a half and then (laughs) made some breakfast and then you know yeah but i feel like you know you're also being hard on yourself because your your place of work was truly only closed down for what like three weeks four weeks uh and my place of work was shut down for three months but what is it you didn't go in for three months yeah i stopped work it was the end of march and i went back middle of june for some reason i thought it was like I mean, obviously, now you've been back for a while. Like, you've been back right. for, like, three months now. But I guess, yeah, for some reason, I thought it was, like, so much shorter than that. So, yeah, okay, be hard on yourself. Yeah, you had a lot of free time. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know I'm just kidding. No, do you know what's, like, slightly frustrating, though? Like, I handed in for my degree June 8th. I went back to work June 11th. <laughs> yeah, so you didn't have, like... True, I had three fucking days. And a true period of nothingness, yeah. But, um, I mean... Yeah. I completed Bop It in that time, so... Oh my god, here we go with the fucking Bop It. How does one complete the game Bop It? Like, I didn't even know there were levels to this game. Like, I thought it was yeah. just, like, just gets harder and harder, and, like, mm. it's impossible to, to yep. figure it out. Yes, ma'am. So, there's Novice and Advanced, and I have completed Novice. So I'm no longer a novice, I'm advanced at Bop It. Um, <laughs> there are many I'll accolades. Little, I'll get you a little, uh... If you could, like, get me a diploma, that would be great. And I would hang it up next to my, uh... Bop it, queen. (laughs) There it is. Bop it, master. Don't love the name of that game. (laughs) Okay, well, for those listening at home who were, you know, on the edge of their seats wondering how does one complete Bop it, I am here to tell you. So you need to get to 100. That simple. Mm. You need to hit it 100 times. But basically, I don't know, there was, like... A week that me and my housemate were like trying to like get the high score on the bop it, <laughs> and he was like out for his daily walk, and I'm like, this is the time that I could really sink into bop it and yeah. not have like eyes watching. <laughs> and no so pressure I, on you. So I was like recording myself, and then it was like da 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 or whatever. I was gonna say, what sound did it make when you? Uh... It like sort of said like well done or something. I can't remember what it said, but it said something, and I was like. Like, the look on my face. Like, I've got, like, a recording of me, like, jaw drop. Like, fuck oh it, God. I've completed Bop It. And then there is Advanced. I've looked up the Guinness World Record. It's 250. And honestly, I reckon if I put more time in over lockdown, I think I could have gotten to 250. But I decided mm. to, you know, leave it at 100 plus a few bits in Advanced. But, mm. you know, that's available to you. That's hilarious. Yeah. I feel like my longest relationship has been my relationship with cooking craze because i have been addicted okay. now for like six months i, I really okay. can't stop playing i can't say that i'm getting amazing at it but it's it's <laughs> truly it's i'm only in like the third c- country that you can even play right, I'm, only in, I'm only in got rio it. and everybody <laughs> else that i started with is like miles ahead of me but nice it's just addicting so, um, I mean, you've brought up cooking uh, casual games for your phone, um, mm-hmm. which I feel like is my repertoire. Mm-hmm. Uh, my personal favorite is cooking Dash, which I is part... I feel like we talked about this when mm-hmm. we were like, this mm-hmm. is it, this is mm-hmm. the I'm a big fan. Shit. I can tell you where I was when I downloaded Cooking Dash. I was in Portugal. 
with my family and my then boyfriend um, trying to save a failing relationship. <laughs> um, <laughs> and poured your heart and soul into cooking Dash instead of and dealing like, with what was right in front of you. <laughs> and I was like, listen, I'm a downloaded game Classic on my iPad. Classic misdirection. <laughs> Literally, I was like, I'm a downloaded game on my iPad. Oh, okay. Because I once paid for Hotel Dash mm. back in the day, like on my like iPod Touch or whatever. Mm. Wow, remember those? Yeah. I was like, oh shit, okay. Looked into that and then downloaded Cooking Dash. That was like well over five years ago. I have played it most days since. Wow. That's, uh, yeah, that's I would a, recommend Cooking Dash. This that episode is, is sponsored by uh, Cooking Dash. It's not, Any cooking I wish it was. app game, yeah. Mm hmm. Uh, Big yeah. fan of that one. I wish I could say too, like, uh, I'm still envious of like people that can run a lot and shit like that. But definitely like, just in general, at being outdoors more, like, you know, right. we talked about that really insightful walk you took with your mom. <laughs> I, I went to the beach quite a lot. I mean, I've always right. grown up close to the beach, and I never mm-hmm. really appreciated that at all. But I've, you know, I spent a fair amount of days between, like, New York beaches, Jersey beaches, and De- even Delaware beaches. Just really nice. Just, I don't know, the ocean is powerful. That's all I can say. The ocean. I've never loved going in the ocean more than I have, like... The last two years it's very strange i feel like i'm i'm getting right gills. it's so weird that i don't know it's just so much more meaningful to me being in the water mm-hmm. i can't explain it i tell you what i would get in the ocean about once a year and it would mm. be with you yeah it feels <laughs> like whenever amazing. we'd see each other last jana we were last year we were in the beach and wow. um in the sea in barcelona let's not fucking Pretty talk much, about yeah. it that's terrible yeah, literally though terribly sad but yeah no me too in regards to like being outdoors and specifically beaches in the sea maybe it's like the salt water i don't know something uh, it, it just wonders for your hair if you ever like plait your hair mm. and then you go in the sea oh, yeah oh uh, looks great i look like a mermaid yes i have been to north devon a couple of times i live in the southwest of england so it's about a couple hours drive like typical like seaside town slash county lol and I've been to like several places in North Devon. One of my friends, she listens to my podcast. Hey, how are you doing? Her like attitude for lockdown is basically like get the fuck out and drive around southern England. And I've been lucky enough to join her on a couple of these endeavors. So like we went for like a ten k hike one day, so cool. like along along like the coast, like, literally like looking into the sea. And then, like, one day we, were, like, went to, like, a beach and did, like, a bit of a, more of a small walk. And it's, like, one of those things that I would have taken up that opportunity if I was asked, you know, in any other situation. But do I think that opportunity would have arisen if it wasn't, like, if we weren't in the situation that we were? I don't know if it would. And I think a lot of people have really become tourists in their own towns or in their yeah. own cities uh, a lot more. Or there's so many of those memes like nature is healing. Like truly it, mm-hmm. it is. I feel like there's so much yeah, the outdoors has gotten a lot. The sun and, and oh, there was such a rude tweet I saw the other day. It was like, this is the last day. The sun will set after 7pm until oh. March. I was like, holy shit. Was, that is incredibly sad but I'm we've been very positive so far this podcast I'm not gonna bring us there but but know that it's always negativity is always on the corner of my mind oh yeah it's always coming in coming at you but yeah no I think in some ways lockdown happening in spring 
I think particularly, you know, when there was a time that you can go outside for one hour of recreational exercise, and I'm like, oh shit, okay. Like, you took you took that opportunity up, you know? That's so... Like, we didn't... I mean, we didn't have a whole... I mean, obviously, every state, like, right. had different fucked up ways of managing quarantine, and I don't even know which, which ways were actually enforced or not. Like, you know, back when we had a curfew, for example, like... Right were they stopping people in their cars i don't even know but was that a mandate from like england as a whole was that a recommendation like were they actually because nobody ever said hey you can only go outside of your house for an hour a day in the places that i've lived obviously it was like social distance stay inside for two weeks if you're sick or whatever but it wasn't like could be why we have the worst uh, cases in the country, but I don't know. I'm just there curious. It is. There I- it is. Um, so, England, Northern Ireland, Scotland, and Wales have slightly differing, have had slightly differing restrictions, regulations, and guidelines. But obviously, I live in England, so I'm paying attention to the English ones. To begin with, it was you could leave your house if you were going to work. Right. If you were like going for like essential travel so going to the shops because you needed to buy food because you'd run out of food well like to do your weekly shop not just like i fancy chocolate so i'm gonna go for like a bar of chocolate and that's it Uh, if you were going to like help or care for somebody who was um, like at risk again like i'm lucky that my health is that i i'm and actually in fact if i did a risk assessment my risk assessment would be zero for coronavirus but but so if you were going to go help somebody who was self-isolating or shielding, are you like getting them shopping or what, whatever mm-hmm. it might be? Or one hour's recreational exercise outside. But it was like, you couldn't like go and sit in the park. You could go walk around the park. Right. No, that, that, that was Dems the rules. Wow. Yeah. Heady times. Feels like so recently and so far away all at the same time. I know it really is. I feel like you know. What what are our final final takeaways here? We're we're at our time. I guess welcome back, welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> we bring it out once a month, to be determined when, in the month. <laughs> we'll keep you on the edge of your seat. Yeah, it, honestly, bated breath. I believe yeah. it. Keep refreshing that. Please don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> Welcome back to your monthly podcast. It's lovely to be back because I mean, hey, listen, we are each other's accountability partner mm, for this podcast. We so we here we are. We've kind of just had a bit of a chat, just kind of touch base on what's been going on. But if you have any subjects that you would like us to cover, please yeah, do absolutely. not hesitate to get in contact. We'd love We've to hear from you. We've got our wheels turning. We've got our wheels turning. Mm-hmm. Our inbox has been feeling a little neglected. So uh huh. Someone has definitely. Up. 100% put our like I, we get some weird ass emails through there and do we? nothing yeah <laughs> it must be spam or something oh it is but it's like the like gmail's got a pretty gnarly um spam, spam filter mm-hmm. um in fact we've got three emails right now Let's see what are they? something about auto insurance <laughs> switching to a 15 year mortgage okay they're often american as well interesting many american dri- drivers are overpaying for auto insurance that's so weird one because anyway whatever or i was yeah. gonna say our well, account was like set up in the uk and it was your email address is set up in the uk so it's very strange but yeah how'd they find out how'd they find out well that brings me i mean 
whole episode. I've been watching a lot of documentaries lately. I recommend watching The Social Dilemma on Netflix. Oh, wow. Pretty interesting about the evils of social media, which I would love to talk more about, because that that has also just kind of been a an apparent thing, I think, in... I mean, maybe you you had a more positive take on the social media experience of the quarantine, but I feel like it has also just con- kind of continued to expose just toxic behaviors. <laughs> but, well, maybe that could be the next podcast. Sure. Who knows? Is there anything else you'd like to say with this podcast, Jay? Because I feel like we've just shot the shit. Yeah, I mean, I think, I hope everybody is still staying sane and healthy mm-hmm. and finding little ways to reward yourself and make it through and we're gonna and we're in it for the long haul so we have to find <laughs> ways to adapt and you know that's one what i'm i'm, I'm laughing in agreement struggling with yeah even like the last time we talked i was like i you know i'm just gonna be in america for like forever longer and i forget what british people sound like like when i was talking i was like oh i forget this is so cute it's so cute i forget wow and i'm getting that oh, wow. let's, let's unpack that let's unpack that Wow. I have saved in my Snapchat memories a uh, Snapchat I sent you of like a filter where you had like a trilby hat and it looked like you were in like an office behind blinds. It's me (laughs) doing an Italian American accent. So for everybody that listens to this podcast and hears G mocking my accent, rest assured, it goes all the way back to her as well. But I just don't put it on the internet. I just send it directly (laughs) to her. Please do. (laughs) Well, thanks everybody for listening in. Thanks we'll be so back. much. Love you guys. I wow. Did it again. <laughs> wow. Wow. Love y'all. Bye. All right, I'm walking here. <laughs> <laughs>